I'm deeply sorry, and I apologize unreservedly to the people of Toronto and to all of those hurt by my actions, including my staff, my colleagues on City Council, and the public service for whom I have such respect. Most of all, I apologize to my wife, Barb, and to my family, who I've let down more than anyone else. Uh, bombshell of a statement and a press conference that I don't think any of us could have anticipated happening on Friday evening as we heard Mayor John Tory announced his resignation from office as news uh, came to light. A story that had been uh, uh, investigated and broken by the Toronto Star. John Tory had been in an affair with a 31-year-old staffer uh, for a couple of months, ending earlier this year. Anne-Marie Aikens is a media and crisis communications advisor and trainer and former spokesperson for Metrolinx. Anne-Marie, thanks for joining me. Well, thanks for having me, Maggie. Your reactions to this, uh, this news? Well, I think I went through what everybody else is going through, which is when you get a, a you know, have a huge shock like this, um, your, your mind just goes through a whole range of emotions. And that, uh, you know, I felt I was shocked like everyone else. I, I kind of just didn't, just didn't believe it for a little while. I thought, uh, you know, I was sad. I was mad. I was disappointed. I was all kinds of things. But I think what you eventually get to when, whenever you're impacted by a big shock like this is that you go through, then you start to bring it to yourself and you're like, well, what does it mean to me as a, as a Torontonian or as a member of a city staff or a member of council? What does it mean and what's going to happen now? Mm. So all of those questions start to, to come to mind, but they're, they're very much centered on, on the personal Emory, do you think the shock that all of us are feeling is because, you know, I mean, we saw some crazy things with Rob Ford, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, John Tory came in with a very different platform, pr promising, you know, a, a status quo, going back to professionalism in City Hall. And so I think the shock, at least for me, has been, you know, I would expect that from this person or that person. You can list a couple, but not from John Tory. I guess that we we all placed him on a pedestal. Well, I think I think we do as any of our leaders or the people that we really look up to that are that are you know tasked with basically taking care of us as people that live in the city, and we have enjoyed for the last eight years. And I think people will remember that eventually. A lot of peace and. Uh, you know, there's no embarrassment on the uh, international stage and, uh, and through a very, very difficult time like the uh, pandemic. Like that was, uh, you know, we required really a stable leader to get us through that. And we had that. And, uh, and I think uh, in, uh, in the long run, once the shock wears off, time wears off, we, the city moves on with its business, uh, We'll, uh, we'll get back to all, all of that. So I think that you're right, is a big part of it. When you expect it from someone, then you don't necessarily have the feelings of disappointment. But, but you are still feeling uh, unstable and, 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 and questions about yourself and where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, am I going to get paid as a city staff person? Uh, um, it was really comforting, I felt, felt to see potholes getting fixed the next morning. Mm. And that seems silly, but it was like the business of the city went on. And it was also comforting for me. And it, this is all part of good, 
crisis communications, which is not spin. I'm hearing that a lot on yeah. on uh, Twitter that that's just spin. It's not. It is crisis. Good crisis communications starts to deal with the people and all of their feelings and and and. Uh, and making sure they are reassured that the business of the city is going on. So it was nice to see the potholes, to see our city staff out there with the media explaining about the potholes getting filled. So the, the business of the city went on. I think you could start registering for, for kids' games the next day. Yeah. Um, it was great to see the, the, the meetings going on with the, the city. And uh, I heard that from all different city staff that I know throughout the city that their leaders are then getting information from um, um, Mayor Tory's office and, and what, what are the next steps? Because it's complicated. We're, we're, we're the largest city in Canada. The municipal government is very complicated and what happens next uh, is still to be determined. So, so that's good crisis communications is you, 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 you know, address the feelings of your, the, the people that are your constituents. And that's, city staff, that is uh, counselors, that is your leadership throughout the city. So I saw all the principles of good crisis communications, which is not to spin anything, as mm. I said. It's, it's to the transparency, the accountability. There was lots of accountability and there was uh, all kinds of reassurance to the city that that the city is going to continue to function. It is more than one person. Yeah. In spite of the pedestal we put this person in, it is we are more than one person. And I think there's what sometimes is lacking. And, you know, if you go on Twitter or another social media site, there is a lot of a, a less than compassionate response. I loved counselor, former counselor Mahevic's, you know, um, comment about we forget sometimes that these are real people's lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, you know, and, and to make sure that we are continue to be a compassionate city that way. So, um, and Marie, but- we've, you know, yesterday took a number of calls, and our 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 listeners, our callers, really uh, were lamenting the fact of you know losing uh, John Tory. Didn't feel like he should have resigned. So this is a personal matter. When we talk about crisis communications on that side of the story, that side of the conversation, are you surprised that he didn't try to navigate through this and resigned on Friday? Um, no, and not uh, based on what uh, you know. I've, I've been in the city for thirty years. I've been um, in the public service for the last twenty years, and so in all of my different jobs I've had within uh, the public service, I've. I, I've worked with uh, all kinds of different mayors, and you get to know them as people. They they are out there all of the time, and based on his prior, um, uh, you know, things that he's done and the kind of uh, person that he seems to be, at least from um, much more surface level uh, than that, than uh, his good friends or his family would know. This seems to be the action that he would take. Um, it appears that he's he's doing what's right for his family. And uh, who I really, really feel with, you know, we all go through, we're all human beings and we make mistakes. And most of us have the privilege of making those mistakes privately and suffering the consequences within our very small circle. This is a huge circle that he's paying the price for and, uh, and his family is paying the price, price for. Yeah. But all of his staff uh, and his uh, who know him uh, are impacted, all of his 
uh, as I said, all of the city staff throughout. And there's thousands and thousands of those people that, um, you know, are, 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 are probably still reeling now and wondering what it's going to mean to them and their jobs and, and, and how it's going on. So I think it didn't really surprise me. It really disappointed me. And I did go through the same thing your callers went through with is, does this really have to happen? Um, you know, is there another way to navigate this? But, uh, knowing him, what, what I do, he's done kind of the, the right thing. And so the city can move on and heal and, and, uh, figure out, uh, continue on our business. And, uh, and that I, I do appreciate as well. That's the accountability part of it that is often lacking in, um, in the spin. There is no accountability. Yeah. That's, that's the difference. Quickly, uh, Anne-Marie, I have a, mm-hmm. uh, less than a minute left. If you were to give John Tory a report card when we're looking at crisis communications, crisis management, what grade would you give him on how this was all handled? Uh, how the crisis communication was handled is an A+. Plus, mm-hmm. But... Uh, it's very, uh, but it's not over yet. Crisis communications, it doesn't last just in that moment. The most important part you and I aren't seeing. It's those, it's the communication that happens with teams uh, within the city of Toronto, with, uh, uh, with uh, leaders that, that I feel confident I understand is underway now. So we, you and I won't see that. The, you know, the emails that are going out to city staff and to, uh, to uh, their stakeholders and their position. We still haven't seen it all yet because that's, I may never see it. And I, I trust from my understanding and from my knowledge of the city that's underway. And that's, that's a very, very good thing. All right. Thanks so much, Anne-Marie, for your time today. And you're welcome. Thanks for having me. That was Anne-Marie Aikens, media and crisis communications advisor and trainer and uh, former spokesperson for Metrolinks.